Attention stock market investors, you're about to learn reason number 7,826 to diversify away from Wall Street. You'll see just how terrifyingly little control you have over your stock market portfolio and how major companies are taking big hits in share value because they're powerless to stand against foolish political correctness. I'm Brian Ellis, and you'll find out what's happening right now in episode number 11. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. If you invest anywhere in the stock market, and particularly in tech companies in Silicon Valley, and you've ever thought, I wish I owned Apple stock, then you need to listen carefully to our episode today. Well-meaning but devastating research studies are setting dangerous hiring and PR trends in motion that could hurt your already risky stock portfolio, particularly if you invest in volatile tech stocks. You need to know the truth about these controversial reports before you react by buying or selling. Not everyone is going to like what I'm about to tell you, but I'll tell you the hard truth about how so-called diversity studies that no one else will tell you and will demonstrate how this kind of politically correct bigotry stands to damage your portfolio. Let's start by explaining exactly what a diversity study is. Companies, particularly large ones, are often pressured by race bigots like Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton to release statistics on their hiring practices and the demographics of their workforce population. Specifically, these studies tend to focus on ethnic diversities in the workplace, although some have been expanded to include gender identity and sexual orientation. In the past year, race baiter Jesse Jackson, notorious civil rights leader and controversial public figure, has made a particular target of tech industry giants, demanding that Google, Facebook, Twitter, Apple, Microsoft, and others conduct studies of their company diversity and release reports on the matter. Advocates of these reports say that they improve transparency in hiring and create a nationwide working environment less susceptible to unfair discrimination. However, these reports also stir up controversy and are generally twisted by Jackson and his ilk to portray extremely distorted images of company policy and, most importantly for you, play a major role in the value of your stock portfolio. For the purposes of our example, let's take a look at Apple stock over the past year. In August 2014, the company released its first diversity report at the behest of Jackson. In the report, the company revealed that 55% of its staff is white, 15% is Asian, and 20% are Hispanic, black, or multiracial. 9% of Apple workers chose not to declare their race. In the wake of the report, Apple CEO Tim Cook announced that the company would be working to change those numbers to create more ethnic diversity, but noted that in his opinion, celebrating people with disabilities and unconventional sexual orientation should also count towards diversity. In the wake of the publication of the report, Apple stock dipped sharply, although it did rise again once the firestorm faded. As Apple dealt with the fallout from its diversity study, other tech companies grappled with the issue of whether or not to release their own studies or whether to buck Jackson's bigoted slander machine and continue on as they had been. Google, Facebook, and Twitter all released diversity studies in 2014, along with public statements saying that they were sure that they could do better, presumably meaning be more diverse in their hiring practices in the future, but with no additional consideration for employee quality. As of the end of January 2015, IBM, Oracle, EMC, Broadcom, SanDisk, and Qualcomm 
had all declined to release their diversity data, with most saying that they have no intentions of doing so. Some did say that they were engaged in internal conversations about how and if to conduct and publish such a study in the indeterminate future. And I say good for them. It's up to them. So what does this have to do with your stock portfolio? Well, on the surface, a diversity study that can be negatively spun by race mongers like Jackson and Sharpton, meaning every diversity study, can hurt a company's image if they cannot counteract the accusatory spin. In the case of Apple, Tim Cook managed to salvage what could have been a PR disaster by switching the focus on his company's relatively non-diverse working population away from ethnicity and towards the ever-sensitive gender identity and sexual orientation discussion. But not every company gets off so easily. Intel, for example, was so worried about public response to its report that it went ahead and put up $300 million to fund the hiring and retention of women and underrepresented minorities. Now, if you're an Intel investor, that's $300 million wasted on creating programs that focus on hiring for reasons other than employee excellence and contribution to stock price. In other words, an investment that will likely suppress the long-term growth of Intel stock. Meanwhile, Twitter, which is dominated by white and Asian males, promptly started a tweep group called the Blackbirds for what it referred to as tweeps of color and what the media seized on as black Twitter. Twitter's share values fell in the wake of its diversity report, recovering somewhat over the next three months and then falling again due to what analysts diagnosed as an identity crisis. Figuring out what buzzwords like diversity mean for your investments can give you an advantage when it comes to buying and selling. But the more important lesson to take away from this controversial topic is this. Those stocks rose and fell, substantially in some cases, not in conjunction with company performance or employee caliber, but on a small percentage of the population's loudly public proclamations about how we should feel about the company's ethnic diversity. Oh, and possibly about how we should feel about employee sexual preference and perceptions of gender as well. Do you see a problem here? The stock market just proves over and over and over again that it can be influenced by anything and nothing at all at the same time. And your investment money, your retirement, your family's future is tied to this unpredictable, unreliable vehicle if you keep your financial well-being tied to Wall Street. Now look, we're not talking about little companies here. We're talking about the captains of industry. And one race whore with a microphone can change everything for your portfolio based on his discriminatory agenda. So you thought you could be confident about making money in stocks based on things like strong fundamentals? Think again, my friend. The stock market is for those who simply don't know any better. For those of you who do know better, there's a better way. Tomorrow's show, episode number 12, will feature our ever-popular weekly Q&A session. You people have sent in some real doozies this week to feedback at sdiradio.com, including a criticism of our opinion about self-directed 401ks versus IRAs, along with a number of other highly relevant questions. So be sure to tune in to episode number 12. You're going to love it. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society.